Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Here's a look at how markets wrapped up overnight, and we've got a bit of a mixed picture. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up for a ninth straight day after better than expected earnings from a couple of guys, including drug maker Johnson and Johnson, and this makes it the Dow's best daily winning streak since 2017, nine years. And the 30 stock Dow was up by 0.5 percent, around 160 points, to 35,225. The S&P 500, which has more technology exposure, was down 0.7% to 4,535. And this coming off the back of declines in the likes of Netflix and Tesla. The Nasdaq Composite, the tech-heavy Nasdaq, was down more than 2%, the biggest loser overnight, finishing at 14,063. For more insights, we are joined by Dennis Poyak. He's the Partner Managing Director and Wealth Manager of the Paul Yak Group Wealth Management at Stewart Partners. Dennis, thanks for joining us on the show. Well, good morning, Ryan. <laughs> good morning to me, but I believe it's evening for you in Louisiana. Absolutely. After this, we're getting ready for dinner. <laughs> All right, so you are the right guy to ask what is the latest coming out from Wall Street. And we've seen a bit of a mixed picture, and it does look like a bit of profit taking on technology. Is that the way to look at it? That, that's the broad consensus. We are looking at some profit-taking, and really the, the big news uh, and the best news last week was the inflation report that came for the month of June, which came way uh, below the expectations, and that was a great news for, for stocks and bonds in general because it made it less likely that the Federal Reserve would continue raising much more than generally expected. Mm, what's your expectations? Are we just due for one and done, or is there going to be more uh, likelihood of this playing out in terms of another potential rate hike down the road? Most of the economists expect two more rate increases. Okay, with that in view, how that play out for markets when you look at the various sectors? Would it be more headwinds for technology? We would be higher rates generally tend to hinder the technology stocks in general, but the consensus estimate of two more rate hikes is uh, generally priced mm. into the market and, and uh, it's uh, widely expected. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the outperformance and underperformance so far. Uh, what do you like about the markets uh, these days and what would you stay away from? So we expect another positive was the growth in the U.S., uh, the economy growth. In the second quarter, GDP growth was tracking about 2.3%, which was up sharply from from the depressed levels from last year, for example. And the low unemployment, historically low unemployment, which is uh, down to just about 3.56% for the month of June. So the U.S. economy keeps growing. And even with the expected interest rate uh, increases by the Fed, we do expect the economy to continue growing. Now, we expect the growth to subside and slow down a bit, but we expect it to continue to grow, generally speaking. And uh, we believe that being invested in high-quality companies that have earnings and growth is a good place to be in the market. 
All right, Dennis, uh, looking at the markets these days, it does look like we've got a lot of chew on because the earnings season is in uh, coming into full swing. And we've heard from a couple of guys. What's your takeaway so far? Are you seeing, when you talk about growth, any signs of that growth coming through, especially when you look at the consumer strength that is in playing out in the U.S.? The consumer strength is 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 uh, 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 been impressive, and uh, again, we do expect a bit of a slowdown over the next couple of, or next several a couple of quarters, I would say, and mostly because of the of the uh, slower growth in the disposable personal income, and especially when adjusted for the, the there are two big things that are really kind of headwinds when it comes to that. And that is the expected resumption of student debt payments that, that should begin in October and then drag from reduced bank lending in general. Okay, what are you making out in terms of the pricing power from corporates? Are they able to pass on higher costs? They have been able to so far. And of course, that's going to be something to watch closely because uh, the whole talk has been really the big theme has been are we heading into recession or not? And uh, that's going to play a great deal of art in that. Yeah, Dennis, when you look around you, are there any signs of recession? Are people worried? You know, that is uh, 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 probably the, the favorite question of everyone right now. You know, last month, uh, uh, um, there was a great deal of consensus that we were certainly heading into recession later this year or early next year. And, and everyone, again, it would be easy to say this might have been the most predicted and most anticipated recession ever. And the Federal Reserve here in the U.S. has been uh, really uh, uh, walking a tight line in, in doing an extremely difficult job. And that was, uh, you know, the Fed was trying to squash inflation and avoid recession at the same time, which most of the economists account is pretty unlikely. So we are in the camp of believing that recession is going to be inevitable, but we are in the camp that we are expecting a very mild or moderate recession. But a recession is a recession, and then there's always some kind of a, a collateral damage that comes out of any recession. All right. So no hard landing in sight, at least um, based on what we have right now. And final thoughts, Dennis, uh, looking at the rest of the year, how are you positioned? Are you looking for any of the favorites that we're looking at these days, like the AI rally you've been seeing, is that something you're trying to get on board as well? It's something that absolutely cannot be ignored. And again, we work with the clients on individualized um, strategies and the customized strategies. And of course, every client has a different outlook and different set of goals and expectations and needs. So we're just making sure that everyone is positioned well, and I think everyone should pay attention to their overall location, stay apart and in play a part in their disciplined investment strategy. And, you know, one thing that I would mention is just typically if we do get into a recessionary environment, it is always good not to forget the old-fashioned advice that in recession, people should always uh, focus on emergency savings. You know, and look into maybe taking some profits, paying down debt, and not forgetting or having significant reserves in cash and cash equivalents to help uh, throughout the period. All right, that's a very good point. Take advantage of a recession in that sense, if you can. We've been chatting with Dennis Poyak. He is the Partner and Managing Director and Wealth Manager of the Poyak Group Wealth Management at Stewart Partners. Dennis, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. 
Ron, it was a pleasure, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Yep, thank you very much, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.